Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Clones, the big day. The big day. The biggest day. Yeah, I said it. The biggest day is finally here. The day we have been waiting months and months for. It has been such a long, arduous offseason. But we made it. We got through the dog days of summer. We made it through the doldrums. We have finally come out the other end. Finally. It's really back. You know what I'm talking about. Get right down to it. Today, honestly, should be declared a national holiday because the king is back. The day is here. The day has finally arrived. You know what I'm talking about. Beef day! Hell yes! That's right. The beef segment's back. The beef segment is back. And that is definitely the news of the day. So I'm going to lead the program with it. That's how I feel. Like I saw a quad rainbow. Oh my god. The beef segment's back. Surprise, surprise, motherfucker. The king is back. You can't overstated. It's all that. It's all those things. Now, if any of you are new to the beef segment, it really is simple. You can beef about anything you want except the bathroom. That's the only thing that's off limits. Please, keep your beefs tight, make them concise, get to the point, or get your ass run. Other than that, there are no rules when it comes to your beefs. There are no incorrect beefs. You can beef about anything, anyone you want, sports or non-sports related. Here's how it works. Hit me up by email, rome at habitate.com. Tweet me or X me at Jim Rome. Call in with a beef. You have your phone number. Just don't call quite yet. The segment is at the top of hour number three. We only do it once a week. It's an amazing segment. Do not call too early, but do not wait too long, or you're not going to get a spot in line. All right, then. Now that we got the important business out of the way, off the top, let's get to the other thing that's happening today. The National Football League. Hell yes. The NFL is back, too. They must have been inspired by the beef schedule and made sure to line things up, right? I mean, what an amazing day for all sports fans. And nobody right now is celebrating any harder than Nick Bosa. Even if it's not opening night or the return of the beef segment that he is celebrating. Although, I mean, I'm sure he's pumped about the beef segment. I'm sure he's stoked to watch Lions v. Chiefs tonight. However, I think that every single one of us is stoked. But he's probably a little more stoked. Because... He signed a contract yesterday, a five-year, $170 million contract, $122.5 mil guaranteed, a.k.a. the deal that just made him not only the highest-paid defensive player in the history of the Shield, but the highest-paid non-quarterback in the history of the Shield. In other words, that's a hell of a lot of cash. No question about that. But there's also no question about shelling it out. It absolutely is a ton of money for absolutely a ton of player. You want to know why Nick Bosa? 
just got paid like he's the best defensive player in the NFL, it's because Nick Bosa is pretty much the best defensive player in the NFL. Dude is the reigning defensive player of the year. Dude is coming off an 18 and a half sack season. He is the anchor of one of the best defenses in the NFL on a team that is absolutely in a Lombardi window. All of that, and he's only 25. So on the list of all-time no-brainer deals, this one is pretty high up there. But it's still a huge deal and a lot to get done the week before the season starts. So the Niners do the right thing. They did what they had to do. They had to do everything in their power to get their best player on the field for week one. And make no mistake, this guy is going to be on the field even after missing all that time. You know it. You know it, I know it, we all know it. In fact, I'll guarantee it. I'll guarantee it because Kyle Shanahan is guaranteeing it for me. Any question in this at this point whether he's going to be in uniform on Sunday? Um, I mean, there is question because we haven't seen him, but I think you guys know how I'm talking. Like, have to be, have to have a beer belly and be out of shape or something. That's which <laughs> that's not in in Bosa's DNA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, I don't think we're about to see this dude rolling with a beer gut. We're not talking about no names mentioned. Wells. Jeff in Richmond. No offense, Jeff. I don't think my dude's going to show up to the facility looking like Shawnee Pendergast. No offense to you either, Shawnee. You're a legend. Jeff is a legend. Wells is not a legend, but y'all have ionic guts. Ionic. Love two of you. Not only is Bosa going to play in Pittsburgh on Sunday, if you listen to Lobster JR, he'll play and he will not be on a pitch count, snap count either. A realistic amount of snaps for Sunday. Um, how many snaps are in the game? Oh, I'm just joking. Um, we got to see when he gets here. I know Nick will come after you. Uh, he'll be good. The kid. Um, the kid. The lobster in a good mood. Or he's Junior. Um, but, I mean, we'll, we'll How many snaps? How many snaps in the game? Damn, Junior. Feeling it. I've never heard that dude so giddy. Anyway, you want me smart with it, right? But you also want the guy that you just tossed 170 mil to to be on the field to start the season. More importantly, you want the best defensive player in the game on the field to start the season. And the good news for you, Frisco fan, is it looks like that's exactly what's going to happen. Hey, Frisco fan. Let me talk about Frisco fan and Frisco, hey, Frisco team Frisco for a minute. Fan. You know, it's been a long offseason for all of us, but it might have been the longest offseason of all for Frisco fan. Hey, Frisco fan. Because first, Frisco fan hey, had to Frisco deal fan. with the stress about big clock Brock and his elbow surgery and recovery. Then on top of that, you had the entire Trey Lance saga. And for a while there, it seemed like all anybody was doing was dunking on the Niners. And as I said at that time, to that extent... The Niners did deserve it. They botched the hell out of that Trey Lance saga. Just unfortunate fact at this point, which is why so many people had such a good time windmilling 
on my guy John Lynch and Junior Lobster. Hell, of all people, Jimmy G, who never says anything or shows any personality aside from being really handsome, even Jimmy G joined in, took off from the free throw line, and threw one down on his old team and his own old head coach. Remember when he did this recently. What did you make of the, the Trey Lance trade to Dallas? Weird situation. Been a lot of weird situations over there in San Francisco. Just to leave it at that. But, uh, you know, I'm happy Trey got another shot, man. How do you think San Francisco's handled those, those quarterback situations? How do you think they've handled them? <laughs> I think it's been messy. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way to put it. I mean, yeah, not exactly quality smack. Answering a question with a question by turning it around on the questioner is not answering a question, nor is it quality smack. You follow me on that? But given Garoppolo's personality, that dude with that just won the Jimmy G Invitational Smack Off with that blast. Of course, he was the only one in the field, but he still won. As far as him having no personality and no rap, I get it. I mean, look at the dude. He doesn't need to have any personality or rap. All he has to do is walk through the door and smile. But even though he has neither personality or a rap, he did just dunk on the Niners because everybody did. My point is this. There's been a hell of a lot of lava flung at Frisco fan and Frisco Frisco football, the team this summer. I guarantee every last one of those guys has their very own shoebox of receipts. Clones, what do you want when you're craving protein or you need more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. You want beef, pure and simple. Where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Old Trapper is not your old man's jerky. Shriveled, dry, tasteless. Old Trapper Beef Jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. It's tender, it's tasty, it's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for its relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four amazing flavors to satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest. It goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. Clones, if you do not see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? Yes, the Lance deal was one of the worst ever. But despite that, hell, because of that, it would not surprise me at all if this team got the last laugh if they can stay healthy and catch a few breaks because this team is still loaded and they just locked down their superstar best player. So if you're asking me how I think the Niners are going to look this season, I will answer it this way. How do you think... The Niners are going to look this season. How do you think they've handled them? You know, that dude was so proud of himself for that. Sorry to steal some of your shine, NFL, but putting day one 
of the 2023 NFL season on the same day as the return of the beef segment? Man, you want to talk about amateur. You want to talk about Mickey Mouse. Who the hell does that? What kind of a business are you running over there? You wouldn't schedule the Oscars the same day as the Super Bowl. I mean, damn, Roger. You need to run a tighter ship. You couldn't get an intern to call our traffic department just to be sure. You know what? You know what? Maybe my dude, Mark Cuban, maybe Cubes was right. Remember back in 2014 when Cubes famously said, quote, I think the NFL is 10 years away from an implosion. I'm just telling you, pigs get fat. Hogs get slaughtered. All right, so he said that in 2014. Maybe that implosion is upon us. Pigs do get fat. Hogs do get slaughtered. If you want to go head-to-head with the beef, that's on you. You're just lucky we're a morning show or a mid-morning show or in some markets, lunchtime, and not during evening drive time. Memo to Adam Silver. Maybe when you're scheduling the NBA Finals, have one of your people call over to David Marinick to ensure that it does not conflict with Smack Off, especially Smack Off number 30. Hey, man, if you want to take a chance at going head-to-head with the beef segment, that's on you, Raj. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Let me talk to you for a moment about one of my favorite products ever, HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? What it is is farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip trips to the grocery store. You can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, and that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Kickstart a fresh fall routine with HelloFresh. HelloFresh handles all the meal planning and shopping to deliver everything you need to cook up a tasty meal right at home. They do the hard part, and you get to take credit. And when it comes to options, honestly, more is more. That's why HelloFresh's menu includes 40 recipes and over 100 add-on items to choose from every single week. I love it. Comes right to the doorstep, all these tremendous ideas and great meals. Find out for yourself. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Rome. Use the code 50Rome for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Once again, HelloFresh.com slash 50Rome. Make sure to use the code 50Rome and get 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. HelloFresh.com slash 50Rome. We are joined by Rick George. Rick, it is great to have you on. How are things, Rick? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Uh, you know, we've got a big one coming up this Saturday. Uh, the last week's in the past, and we're focused on Nebraska. I get it. So, Rick, let me say, I can't lie. I was on campus a couple of weeks back, and we were moving in our son, who is a freshman at the school into the dorms. I went over to the field to try to catch a glimpse of what was going on. I was kind of peering through the lock gates. It was quiet. It was almost eerie. Nothing like what it's been like since that huge win over TCU and then prior to the opener this weekend. What's it been like this week 
And how would you describe the vibe and the energy on campus in the days leading up to the Nebraska game? Well, look, the, the vibe is our, our students are, are really pumped. And I know the community, um, not just campus, but the community and the state are really uh, embracing Coach Prime and, and, and what he's doing. And, and the win last week kind of just heightened it all. And uh, it's going to be electric um, having Fox's um, big noon show on our campus on Fair and Field. They're going to wake up the students early. And um, it's going to be a, a great Saturday. Rick George joining us. So, Rick, you look like a genius right now, and there are more than a few programs kicking themselves over the one that got away. Why was Dion your guy, and how did you know that he was the one? You know, sitting down with him, um, who he is, and, um, you know, the the preparation that he had, you know, just for the meeting that he and I uh, had was pretty pretty incredible. And he kind of laid out, what he was going to do. Uh, nothing to this point has been a surprise to me. He uh, said, uh, this is what I'm going to do. He has a plan. He's executed the plan. And, um, you know, from that standpoint, I, I love the fact that, you know, he's disciplined, he's old school. And, and I think you need some of that. And um, we needed that in our program for sure. And then all the other things that come with the exposure that he brings and, you know, all of that uh, has been incredible. But when it, when it came down to it, it's really, his values as a person, you know, he's a family man. He's, he's, um, you know, his faith's really important to him. Um, you know, the discipline and accountability and all the things that, um, was really a great fit for Colorado. So, um, you know, I'm glad we came to this conclusion and I, I feel really good about where we are and got a lot to do, but, um, I like where we are today. We're talking to Rick George. No, so I think to a certain extent, Rick, you answered what I was about to ask you, but I want to bring this up anyway. Obviously you don't take such a big swing without having immense confidence in him, but realistically, when you hired him, did you expect to be talking about your team being ranked in the top 25 nationally after only one game? Yeah, I kind of did, <laughs> you know, just, um, you know, he, he exudes that and, and, and look, he, he's talked about winning and winning now and, and, you know, he's put an emphasis on that. And, and, um, so I'm not surprised and that we're having these conversations. Um, you know, the fact that we had 7.3 million viewers on, on the broadcast, the biggest uh, first week of big noon that they've had, uh, you know, ever, just says that there's a, a ton of interest in, in Coach Prime and our football program and, and this university, and I, I couldn't be happier. Rick George, my guest, I want to follow you up on that point you just made. That game killed it. You pulled in over 7 million viewers, making it the most watched game of the day on any network. Can you quantify the impact that Coach Prime has already had on the athletic program with metrics like season ticket sales and other revenue streams? Well, it, it's hard to measure. I mean, just after that game Saturday, we sold $814,000 in tickets just after that Saturday, and it was a holiday weekend. I mean, that, that tells you one thing. We had 730,000 visitors on our cubus.com site, and, um, you know, the, the merchandise sales in our online team store, um, you know, we had an increase of 819% year over year. So, the impact that he's having, that doesn't include social media. We added a, a hundred thousand followers on Instagram after this weekend. We had 22 million impressions on our Instagram. Um, you know, it, it, our Twitter account had 6.3 million impressions and added 19,000 viewers. So, 
um, pretty significant. Talking to Rick George. So, Rick, when you hired him, you famously said, I haven't yet figured out how to pay him. Have you yet figured out how to pay him? Well, I think it, it speaks for itself, right? Um, you know, the ticket sales that we have is significantly higher than it was uh, this past year. Um, everything that we're doing, um, you know, with that kind of viewership and that kind of, um, you know, followers that we have kind of lifts all boats in our athletic department. And, and we really haven't seen what it does to our concession. We'll see that this weekend. But, you know, our merchandise sales, I mean, I've, we went on Nike.com and almost everything CU Buffs has sold out. So, um, you know, all of that is really positive And all of that comes with money, our licensing program, just everything that we're doing uh, is significantly up. So I, I would say that we, we found it, uh, but we still have a lot to do. Talking to Rick George, he is the athletic director at Colorado. So Colorado obviously has undergone the most radical roster transformation we have ever seen. Rick, you know this. Only 10 scholarship players from last season return. Dion took a lot of heat for the way he used the transfer portal, but you staunchly defended that approach. Why did you have so much confidence in his vision when everybody else rushed in to bury him for it? Well, look, I mean, he's not the first coach that has done it. There's a number of coaches that have done it. Just go back and look at the recent hires in the last three years. The NCAA has a rule that a first-year coach has one year to uh, change his roster, and and he did that. And certainly if a student-athlete wanted to stay, we will pay uh, for their scholarship through the course of of their uh, initial scholarship offer that they had. So um, it's not a surprise because he told me in his home uh, when we met prior to um, him deciding that he wanted to come here, um, you know, we knew what he was going to do. It's not a surprise to us. It may be to others, but we're not the first. Hey, Rick, it's pretty clear why you picked him now. Why do you think that he picked you in Colorado? (laughs) Well, he, he gives me a lot of credit. I don't I don't know that it's that, um, and, and I I appreciate you know he him does saying too. That. Not not to interrupt but, you, but, but I want to make that clear. He does too. He does give you a lot of credit. Yeah, he does. But you know, this is an incredible place that just has been untapped, uh, and a lot of that's my responsibility. And and um, but knowing what he would bring and 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 how he can bring this place to life. I mean, and, and plus what he does on social media is really unique. But let's face it. Young people today, the 16 to 23-year-olds, they're on social media platforms all the time, all day. And it's a great way for people to see what his message is and what we're doing. And um, it's been amplified since he's been there. And I think that's important to young people, and particularly in the NIL space, you know, to be able to have that kind of visibility as a student-athlete here, it really helps uh, the student-athletes as well. We're talking to Rick George. Before you go, Rick, you know, it's been a long time since the fan base has felt the jolt that it's felt since Dion's arrival and after that win. In fact, you, you as much as anybody can speak to this because Colorado legend Bill McCartney hired you to be his recruiting coordinator. You were on his staff for the undefeated 1989 season when the program was on top of the sport. What was it like in Boulder at that time, and what do you remember most about that historic season? Well, look, that that season was magical, and, and, you know, certainly, you know, the year before in 89, Sal Onesi had had passed away, our our quarterback, the guys rallied around him, we were undefeated, didn't get it done in the 90 Orange Bowl, and then the 90 season, you know, we start 1-1-1, and then sweep the rest of the way, beat Notre Dame, and 
the excitement then uh, when we came back on planes uh, after wins, you know, we'd have people at the airport. We're seeing a lot of that. Uh, but I, I don't know that we've, we've kind of had this kind of, um, I don't know, <laughs> welcoming from um, not welcoming, but having this much excitement in our entire community uh, of a team uh, that's you know just played one game and, and coming off a one eleven season. So um, again, uh, I like where we're at. We got a lot of work to do, and, and our next step is uh, you know focusing on Nebraska and trying to get that W on Saturday. All right. So before you go, one final thought. What about that? You know, the iconic Colorado teams back in the day had some amazing games against Nebraska. It seems fitting that the Cornhuskers are coming in on Saturday. Dion leaned into the matchup, saying, "Quote: It's personal. Like I see him working, but he's never actually experienced it. You, on the other hand, were in it. I mean, in it back in the day." Day, just how personal and intense was that rivalry? I mean, it was intense. I mean, Coach McCartney called it out um, very early in his tenure that this was going to be the game that we were going to focus on, and it was the the game that you know we put everything we could towards it. And um, you know, it became a rivalry because we had some intense things. We won championships by beating them in the last game of the year over Thanksgiving. And that's what creates a rivalry. And, um, and I love the rivalry with Nebraska. I think it's great. Um, we go there next year, their fans are always welcoming and, um, you know, we're looking forward to Saturday and, and the fact that coach and his team have embraced it, braced it, uh, I think is, uh, is, is, Fantastic. Hey, listen, I've done this long enough. I remember that rivalry back in the day. It was amazing. One bonus question. You know, your school has had some tremendous players and players that have had tremendous games and tremendous days. Do you ever remember a buff having a day anywhere near like Travis Hunter did when he had 129 snaps, played both ways, had 11 receptions, and that one huge INT? Look, I, there's there's no cap on what um, Travis Hunter can do and, and, and Shadur Sanders as well. I mean, that's a great combination right there. But to play that many snaps and rarely coming off the field in 100-degree heat in Texas, uh, it says a lot about who Travis Hunter is and, and, and what his uh, future looks like. Got a huge game coming up on Saturday, a game that the entire nation is looking forward to. It's Colorado-Nebraska. The AD at the University of Colorado, the man who brought Coach Prime in, is Rick George. Rick, really appreciate the time. Great to have you on the show. Have a great weekend, and nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you, Jim. Good luck. Thank you. College football fans, DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. The only thing that's a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code ROAM. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just 5 bucks on college football. That's Code Rome only on DraftKings Sportsbook must be present in state where lawful to wager. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. cdkng.co slash football for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expires seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions to apply i'm gonna bring in the big head james kelly to help me break it all down break it down head it's got to feel like christmas morning to you am i right 
Hell freaking yes, it does, Jim. Um, but I love listening to you clap back and all these Dion haters, idiots. Yeah, why don't you weigh in on that before we weigh in on tonight's game? Because I know you have strong takes of that. What do you make of what you're hearing and all these people killing him, killing me, killing the program, and coming with that oh-so-brilliant take that it's only one game, Rome? The 2022 Colorado Buffaloes were not bad for just Power 5 football teams last year. They were bad for um, maybe one of the worst Power 5 teams of all time last year. So him going on the road his first game in TCU the entire season is a success right now. They just hate Dion and they're coming at him because Dion talks a lot. But you got to give him credit. Have to. Have, have to. to. Yep. All right, so we'll see. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Why don't we get into tonight's game, which I love. Like, we know all the storylines, Head, yeah. The Chiefs are, hell yeah. The Chiefs are the defending champs, but they're without Chris Jones. They're probably going to be without Travis Kelsey. That's not official, but I think they'll probably be without him. Yes, they still have Patrick Mahomes. Yes, they still have Andy Reid, but it says here they're not a Super Bowl team without either one of them, much less both. The question is, are they good enough to beat and cover a good Lions team, a Lions team that won eight of their last ten last season and had a really solid offseason as well? Talk to me about this. What's the line? How do you see it? Yeah, the number is KC minus four and a half. It was at six and a half. It's moved down now to four and a half. And it's wild when you look at these two teams' entire numbers from last season to think of how far Detroit has come to even get that minus four and a half number because their 2022 defensive numbers as a whole were absolute garbage. They allowed 392 yards per game, an NFL worst 6.2 yards per play. They were as bad on third down and couldn't keep teams out of the end zone. But like you said, they balled out the last 10 games. That defense got better, and Brad Holmes, love that guy. He did a great job in the offseason adding maybe five to six quality starters to that defense. But I'm still going with Mahomes, Andy Riot, and their offense at home celebrating the world bleeping champions because of the offense. Even without Kelsey, they are good. Last year they were first in points, first in yards. They will have to score, though, as we know, because the Lions' offense is going to need to be um, uh, helped out because that mother, uh, Chris Jones, perform. Yes, Chris Jones, the Chris Jones factor is going to kill the Lions here, Jim. Um, The Lions, as you talked about, they averaged 29.6 points a game in their final six games last season, which would have ranked first in the entire NFL for an entire year had that been the number all year long. Jared Goff struggles under pressure, but it's usually from the front four. And like I'm talking about Chris Jones. What are you talking about, dude? Yes. He, by himself, can get pressure on the quarterback, especially on third downs. So without him, it hurts. But also, this hurts me too. ATS numbers love Detroit. Get these numbers. Andy Reid, 45 and 48 ATS at home in Kansas City. Cannibal and Goff are eight. Yes. At home against the spread. He's right. not even 500 right there. Cannibal and Goff, they're eight and three as an underdog together. They are they are also the best head coach quarterback cover rate in all of football the past two seasons and hitting 67.7 percent of their games. That includes covering nine of their last ten games last year. ATS, but it's a season opener. It's in Arrowhead, and Patrick Mahomes is four and one ATS and season openers. He's started. Let's just hope. P. 
penis, penis, sorry, and Cracker Jacks hasn't messed the Mahomes ring flow up too much and taken over for Eric. Yeah, dude, that's so gratuitous. It's so clear that he said peanuts. That is so gratuitous by you. I think he said penis. He said peanuts. Okay, my bad. Well, he's the OC now, so let's hope he doesn't mess this entire thing up. Dude, those two stats that you gave uh, on the ATS are incredible. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid being under 500 ATS at home. While he's Coach KC. Yeah, for It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And the Cannibal and Goff together, yeah. incredible. But after Best saying... combo in the NFL. Okay, so after saying all that, though, you are still going to lay the points. You're going to go KC minus four and a half. That's it. All right, so before I give you my take, do you see any prop bets there that you like? Yeah, so the Kelsey injury is throwing off the receiving props for KC, which is what you want to hit against this Detroit defense. They gave up the second most yardage to wideouts last year, and of course, KC throws more than anybody. Um, I will take Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns, though. In five season openers, he started. Mahomes has five three plus TD games. He has 18 total touchdowns and 0.0 interceptions and openers. Also, I'll take rookie Jameer Gibbs over 31 and a half receiving yards. Casey's defense allowed an NFL most 112 receptions last year to running backs. That's six and a half receptions per game. Gibbs averaged three and a half, uh, 3.6 receptions, sorry, at uh, Alabama last year. He's got great hands and he could play in the slot and he could break one at any time. So let's go over 31 and a half receiving yards for Gibbs. All right, so I like that. Before I give you my take on this game, I want to interrupt. I want to interrupt this segment and I want to read you an email that came in during this segment. Okay. Remember when you started by saying, I am enjoying your clap back on all these morons? Mm-hmm. This email reads, and this came in after the clap back. Okay. Only one game, Jimbo. Come on, Jim. Come on. Sparky and ABQ. Let me tell you something, Sparky. (laughs) If not for that being an original four affiliate, I might rip the affiliate myself based on your take. Come on, Sparky. Come on. Trolls. Would you listen to these trolls? Would you listen to these trolls? One game, yo. One game. One game, game, yo. One game. Yeah, I know, Spark, man. I said it myself about 800 times. It's only one game, but... Sorry about the analytics and metrics that James Kelly and I both keep spitting out. It's an amazing one game. All right, I've had enough of that. I've had enough of you trolls and your one game bullcrap. I'm not going to read that anymore. (laughs) Sparky, congratulations. You got the last one in. Listen, as far as the game tonight, Head, I'm no doctor, but I'm just going to assume that Kelsey is not going to go tonight. That's my take. It's not worth it. He's too important to them. It's too quick a turnaround. I just don't see it. Now, what about the Lions? All this hype about how well they played last season, how much they improved this offseason, that they're actually the team to beat in their division. All right. So with all that hype, what's it going to say about them if they can't beat KC without their two best players? It says they might not actually be the legitimate contenders that everybody's saying they are, or they can't deal with the hype. If the Lions really are who we're led to believe they are, they win this bleeping game. Yes, they're on the road. Yes, they're going up against the defending champs. But the defending champs aren't the defending champs without Kelsey and Jones. Fact is, I love this game and I hate this game. No, check that. I love this game and I hate the bet because I could argue either side just as well. A true pick at minus four and a half. Head... 
I'm riding with you. Yes. I'm going to go with you. Chiefs minus four and a half because while they don't have Kelsey, I think, they got Mahomes. Mahomes is Mahomes. The offensive line is improved. And while the receiving core is unproven, Mahomes will take advantage of what he does have. He's a killer on opening day. And I'm not, like you, I am not sold on the Lions defense. Beautiful. All right? Hey, believe me, a really strong betting strategy would be to fade me, head. Last week, my college picks were the equivalent of that dude firehosing his diarrhea all the way down the aisle and sending that flight from Atlanta back or from Atlanta to Barcelona back to Atlanta. You like that story, I bet. I love that story, and they're on par with my college football picks lately, too. So, diarrhea. Fade us, man. Fade us. Hey, one more thing. What about Colorado? Really quickly, the numbers on this, Mm -hmm. head. Have you seen this? This is absolutely incredible. I saw this last night. 94% of the bets and 93% of the handle is on Colorado at minus three. Amazing. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's only one game, though, Rome. Another reason why that one game is so incredible. 94% of the bets and 93% of the handle on Colorado and minus three. Dude, the hell is that? Have you ever seen or heard anything like that before? No, never in a Power 5 college football game. That's like a number regulators would like red flag on a small-ass game somewhere for odd activity. But <laughs> right. It's because it's, it's of Coach Prime. The, uh, it's, it's going nuts everywhere, like Rick George said. I saw Bet Online say they'd be shocked if it wasn't the biggest bet college football game of all time. And that was before Colorado was even ranked here. Dude, dude, and, dude, back that up, back that up, back yeah. that up. It's they Bet Online is saying it could be the biggest college game bet ever. But yes. it's only one game, Jimbo. Take it easy. But it's only one game right there. And and at one point, they had more cash on that than, uh, I believe, on some sites than the spread for all 32 NFL uh, games at one point. It's probably changed because Thursday and kickoff. But that's how big and wild this thing's going with I, I love your analogy, what you just said, that it's like a red flag. On some small game somewhere that obviously the fix is in, except except it's not, right? I mean, investigators yeah. would be all over that if that's what that was. So mm-hmm. what do we do, dude? You, you and I both know that if most of the crowd is going one way, you and I are sprinting the other way. Mm-hmm. Most of the crowd is one thing. 94% of the crowd is something else. Like, I am running as fast as I can the other way all day damn day no Mm -hmm. brainer yet for some reason i haven't hit nebraska yet what about you what are you thinking what are you doing with that game yeah out of principle i would have to go with the six percent but i'm not i i actually hit cu minus three i'm in i'm I'm all about coach prime winning here by more than three points okay well let me ask you this though really quickly before you Mm -hmm. go if everybody all these trolls are, are vomiting every time they open their mouth and it's only because they hate Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. For you to make a statement like that, are you only making it because you love Coach Prime? Because that does... You know, dude, take the emotion out of it because you always do. You're a really disciplined player. 94%. Are you only doing that because you love Coach Prime? I love Coach Prime. I, I love what he's done. I love the talent he's brought in there. I love the freaking coaching staff he's assembled. But I like Matt Rule, too, so I'm not going against him there. I just, I'm buying in what Coach Prime's doing up in Boulder right now. So, uh, I'm very disciplined, but I, I still think they're better than three points in Nebraska. Having said that, 
again, the last couple of weeks in college football, it's been a little rough for me, so... But uh, I'm still going to see you, minus three here. All right, so exactly. I was going to say it's been diarrhea for us. I mean, last week was my worst week ever in college football. Listen, if I didn't know that that's where all the money was and I just saw that line, all day long I'm hitting Colorado. But Remember, now that I Jim, know. It started in Nebraska, minus seven. Okay. All right, <laughs> yeah. then. How about this? Look at this guy. What, what the hell is going on with our listeners? Uh-oh. At 1912Jayhawk. You're going to like this. This one's directed at you. Oh, boy. And, and me, too, since we picked the same way. Okay. At 1912 Jayhawk, quote, Does your betting expert know that Chris Jones isn't playing tonight? Didn't he hear my incredible uh, mumbling and stumbling over Chris Jones when I was talking about him? Are these guys, yeah. are they trolls? Are they not that bright? Are they both? What the hell is the matter with some of you? Do we know that Chris Jones isn't playing tonight? The hell kind of question is that? Oh. That's the equivalent of, do you know that the sport of football is played with a football? I know. What a, what a stupid thing to ask. <laughs> They're coming at us hard, man. Hey, hey, Rome, did you know your last name is Rome? Do you oh, know about you, Are you kidding me with this stuff? Do, do we know that Chris Jones isn't playing tonight? Is Patrick Mahomes playing tonight, by the way? I, I, are you for, Exactly. Are you for real? <laughs> These people. <laughs> Keep sending it, clones. Keep sending it. Hey, 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 uh, Rome, how come you and your, quote, betting expert didn't discuss Travis Kelsey? You know he's not playing tonight, right? <laughs> These clones, man. I mean, there are clones. I know Emmanuel Mosley's not playing either tonight, clones, and I think that'll help Patrick Mahomes, but I didn't throw that out there either. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, good thing you got that in. Mm-hmm. All right, so run it back just so they know what we do know and what we talked about. Who you got? KC minus four and a half for my props. I got Patrick Mahomes over two and a half touchdown passes. Um, Look for some KC receiving options too. Props out there when they come out. And Jameer Gibbs over 31 and a half receiving yards. I'm also going CU minus three this weekend. And Rick George was great, man. That was fun. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you have earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com match. Some of you have done this. Many of you have not. Let's see how it goes. It's once a week. And it's not forever. We're going to start this time with the phones. Sometimes the phones are a disaster. We'll take a shot. Ed in San Antonio. I think that's kind of fitting that Ed in San Antonio would kick off the return, the triumphant return of the beef segment. Ed, what's going on? What's your beef? Hey, happy beef season, Jim. You too, dude. Yeah, my beef, timeshare promotions. A couple of years back, my then-girlfriend got us a weekend in Cabo. What she failed to tell me was I had to sit through a timeshare promotion. And so guess who my presenter tour guide was? To my chagrin, none other than Dallas kicker Raphael Septien. And I'm thinking, what the hell? What, Lance Rensel had the day off? Who's your closer, Hollywood Henderson? Well, needless to say, I didn't take the cheese. And I pay for my vacations like every other respecting clone. I pay for it. 
Nice job, Ed. All right, then. His beef was with a timeshare promotion. You see what I mean when I say you can have a beef about anything you want? Anything you want. This is a sports show, but this is the one segment during the week where you can do whatever the hell you want. What is your beef? Just make sure it's a good one. Get in, get out. Let's go to Oregon. John in Oregon. Good to have you, John. What's your beef? Hey, hey, Romy. How you doing, man? Good, dude. How about you? Hey, yeah. Uh, so my neighbor, uh, he's got her German Shepherd supposed to be on a tied up on a rope, you know, on a chain, so it can roam around at least ten or fifteen feet and you know, wait. But she never puts the dog on the chain in my apartment here, is next door and upstairs. And every once in a while, the dog rolls around the corner here and lays me a nice little present under my window. So I have to yell out the window, bag the deuce, so she knows what I'm talking about. That's my beef. I got you, dude. Bag the deuce. Hashtag. Bag the deuce is going to replace bench the salt. Bag the deuce. Hey, dude, just be glad that dog that's not on a leash didn't come running up on you and bite you in the leg. Bench the salt. Like that dog did me in Wisconsin. My next door neighbor, 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to Vegas. Dennis in Vegas. Dennis, what's your beef? Same thing. They're leaving dog crap all over, and these pigs will not clean it up, man. Listen, dogs, I don't get it. I would never own something that uses my backyard as a toilet. Uh, All you dogs and all you dog owners are disgusting. Thanks, Jim. Great show. My man, Dennis. I don't agree, but good job, Dennis. I like the way you sound. I like your energy. In and out. He's like, all these dogs and their dog owners are disgusting using backyards as a toilet. Get out of here. Back-to-back dog blast. Dog-loving nation's not going to like that. Back-to-back dog. Not only back-to-back dog beefs, but dog growler beefs. Bag the deuce. Bordering on dog owner beefs, if dogs are disgusting for using backyards as toilets, then their owners are equally disgusting, according to him. Let's go to South Carolina. Melinda, good to have you. Melinda, what's your beef? My beef is with Disney and Charter Spectrum. They have more money than the Federal Reserve, and yet they can't agree on anything, and they cut college football off. Right at kickoff on Thursday night on all the channels. Hell yes, Melinda. You go, War Lady Clones. I know, Melinda. War Lady Clones. You know how I know? I'm looking at a screen right now that I've been looking at the entire week, and it keeps showing the same thing. I can read it to you right now. The Walt Disney Company, the owner of this channel, is, and they just flipped it over, but I've been reading the same scrolling message. I know what you're saying. I keep looking up there. They have not resolved their conflict. Because I keep seeing the same message over and over and over again. Man, she was pissed. Man, it's good to have the beef segment back. I love it. I love it. Let's go to Mission Beach here in Cali. Matthew, great to have you. What's your beef? My beef is with the puke that dropped in on me. I was clearly on. I had the perfect wave. And this goon in a full suit, just drops right in on me. It, having clearly no understanding of how uh, 
you know. That's not a good call. No. Alvy? You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good call. Al- Al- Alvy says, sorry I cut you off there. I don't know. I kind of liked where he was going. He went with two of my favorite words, goon and kook. Kook is my favorite word ever, I think, because it's a palindrome, and it's just an amazing word, kook. Uh, I don't know. He said that that goon and that kook dropped in on him when he was in a perfect spot. Somebody cut you off? Is that what that was? Are we talking about, like, surfing? Did that? Because that sounds like something a surfer would say, and he was in Mission Beach. This goon and this kook dropped in on me. So are you a territorial surfer? And was that a reason to go? Or did somebody cut you off on the road? Did you say you were on the perfect wave and some goon and kook cut you off? All right, well, that that makes sense. But dude, you got to do a better job of expressing the beef. It doesn't matter how good the beef is. If you can't express the beef because there's a dude on the other side of the glass just waiting to drop the sledgehammer, especially in the first game back. Everybody's a little on edge in the first game back. But I could see where you were pissed because, quote, it was the perfect wave. As any surfer will tell you, I bet that guy would say I waited my whole life for that wave. But there was some goon and kook. You know what the problem is? That goon and kook felt the same way about that perfect wave that you did, and he wanted it worse. That's why he dropped in on you, and that's why surfers fight. Let's go to South Carolina. James, uh, I love it. Nothing but phone calls for the beef. James in South Carolina. James, what is your beef? Hey, Jim. Long-time listener, first-time caller. My beef is with my employer of three years offering me a jacket instead of a raise. (laughs) I mean, it's summertime. I'm not cold. I've got plenty of jackets. Can you just give me a raise? That's my beef, Jim. Thanks for taking my call. My dude, I appreciate it, James. Thank you. Times are tough, right? Times are tough. I bet he had that jacket in there for like three years, too. Some, like, promotional item. 1-800-636-8686. See what I mean? See what I mean? You can beef about anything you want. We've had dog crap beefs. We've had employer beefs. We've had surfer territorial beefs. Let's go to Pittsburgh. Love Pittsburgh. Jeff in Pittsburgh. Good to have you, Jeff. What's your beef? Hey, Zimmers. Hey, uh... My beef is with something that I feel I only suffer from, but I'm sure it's universal. As I get my morning coffee at the convenience store, the line is empty. But as I'm walking toward the register, there's that old semi-retired or retired gentleman scratching them off, Jimmers, one after another as I sit there patiently thinking, does he have any decency or common sense? <laughs> My man, Jeff, nice job. I-, I guarantee you're not the only one. You are not alone in that. You are not alone in wondering if that guy's got any decency or common sense. I went into Starbucks this morning like I do every single morning. I've told you this. I know them. They know me. They know my order. It never changes. Nothing ever changes. I see the same customers in there because I go in there at the same time every single day. I went in today. Here's my beef. I went in there today. Homeboy. I don't know where this dude came from. 
he's in his phone and he ended up with a $27 order. He must have ordered 27 items. And I'm like, hell no. If I'd gotten up five minutes earlier, I would have missed this guy. Thank goodness my gals there know my order. And this one gal behind the counter made me my nitro because she knew I was going to get it ahead of the 27 items. Not only did I wait 27 minutes for him to bark that thing out, it would have taken 127 of them to fulfill that order. So I feel you. I know what you're talking about. Let's go to Houston. Man, these phone lines, every time somebody drops, somebody calls. I love it. I love it. Greg in Houston. Greg, what's your beef? Morning. Uh, old-time faxer, first-time caller. Right uh, on. You go to a restaurant or a bar yep. or an eatery or whatever. And you give them your credit card for your bill, and it comes back to the 3% convenience charge that wasn't discussed previously. Either put it on the bill or don't put it on the bill. Don't give it to me after I've already eaten and give you my credit card. Thanks. Bye. You got it. Appreciate you, Greg. Thank you very much. See what I mean? That, that guy goes back to the fax contest. And it was the beef segment that brought him out. Got to respect that. 1-800-636-8686. Stay on the phones. Like, I'm wondering, do I go back to the written beefs? But the phones are still solid. Let's go to Washington. Ken. Hey, Ken. What's your beef? Romy, my beef is with my Seattle Mariners. You know, they're getting my hopes up, and I'm all excited that they're probably going to make the playoffs. And I know as soon as I let my guard down, I'm going to wake up in a tub full of ice missing a kidney. (laughs) My man, probably right. Probably right. They'll let you down. They're the Mariners. I bet that's exactly what happens. Hopefully you don't lose an internal organ over it, but it could happen. I'm going to stay on the phones. Well, I'm having fun with the phones. Let's go to Wichita, Harry. Hey, Harry, what's going on? What's your beef? Beef beef country Kansas here. What is up with all the roadside memorials to crash victims, and they wouldn't do it in their house if they died in their bathtub? Interesting. Interesting. That's kind of harsh. So, in other words, if you die on the side of the road... Why do we have all these memorials? Because if you drowned in your bathtub, I don't think anybody would build a shrine to that in the bedroom. Is that the argument? I, I, I don't know. Maybe you have an inordinate amount of people who've died roadside. That doesn't bother me generally. It's sad. It's really sad. It's kind of a morbid beef, my guy. But I did say you can beef about anything you want. There are no incorrect beefs. If you have a beef, it's your beef. Staying on the phones. Redlands. Carl, good to have you, Carl. What's your beef? Hey, Romy. My beef is in traffic, naturally, in California. If the light turns green and you're in the left-hand lane, the idiot in front of you just sits there and doesn't pull out to the middle of the intersection so two or three other people can turn left when the light changes. That's my beef. Thanks. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And believe it or not, there are some people that don't really understand the rules of the road. There are people that do not know how to drive. How they got driver's license, I have no idea. Without common sense. 
or knowing the rules of the road. I agree. That that can be frustrating. one 8686 How about one more phone call? Then we'll get some written beefs in. Been a good day, though, for calls in the way of beefs. Rick in South Carolina. Hey, Rick, what's your beef? Come on now, Rick, you're up. When I say let's do one more phone call, don't hang up. Not a very good call. Do we give somebody else another chance or do we go to the written beefs? Let's read some beefs. Beef master. My beef is with Cornhole. Nebraska fan. Nebraska fan is as irrelevant as their football team. Nebraska fans are well-traveled for a reason. They live in cornfields. War Nebraska couples getting divorces but still remaining brother and sister. Ron in Colorado. The rivalry is back. Dear Jim, my beef is with my in-laws remodeling their basement bathroom while I'm visiting. That leaves my only option for doing business as the hollow core door shoebox that's about six feet away from the living room couch. Below not good. Brett and Bugaha. Business? Bathroom business or business business? Because if it's bathroom business, I said we're not doing that. Brett. Or if it's getting nice. I don't want to hear that either. So what business are we talking about? I know it's not business business, Brett, because you're not doing business business. So either you're taking a dump or you're trying to get nice. And knowing you, you're probably not getting nice either. Let's see here. Scott B757. Back to school beef. What is it with school bus stops? When I waited for the bus, my neighborhood had three stops for about 40 kids. Everybody walked a few hundred feet, and we all survived. Today, every kid gets valet service to their driveway. No wonder kids are soft. (laughs) That's funny. Tequila Jim, my beef, is with over-optimistic Bears fan. They all think the Green Bay Packers will suck so bad without Aaron, but they couldn't even beat anyone last year. They should just hope that they can go 4-13 and instead of 3-14. and P.S. Thanks for the recommendation of Classe Azul Tequila. It was amazing. Zeke from Green Bay. I like that take. I like that take. In fact, I like the matchup. Jim, my beef is with the most triple U bull bleep ever. And that is that quirky guy or girl in the office who is near but not part of a conversation about sports and thinks it would absolutely crush to jump in sarcastically saying something along the lines of, oh, I love sports ball. Nothing better than when the batter kicks the touchdown into the net. You bleeping dolt. Nobody has ever found that funny. It's okay if you don't like watching sports, but you don't need to tell us about it. We don't care. Best. 
Signed, Will. Pissed off and eerie. The thing about the written beefs, they're long. We don't want them that long. They're too long. Jim, my beef is with my friend's wife, who decided to complain to my new lady about how much time he and I spend on fantasy football and watching and getting down on games during football season. I tried explaining to my girl that she is an oh, or she's over-exaggerating things and that she is just an angry, spiteful bag who wants him to be as miserable as she is. The result, I'm having to give up some college games on Saturdays so that we can have quality time and not end up like them. Stay out of my personal life, you hag. I told him not to marry you. Mike in La Quinta. What else we got? I cannot stand that guy who feels the need to turn around and act like he is giving orders to every other fan to cheer, waving his arms up and down, spraying bratwurst spittle everywhere, and acting like he's the only one who knows the importance of the next play. I am positive that we all prefer to watch Patrick Mahomes in a Patrick Mahomes jersey and not you in a two-sizes-too-small Patrick Mahomes jersey. Turn around, stop waving your arms, and let us enjoy the game without your moronic displays, Robert H. You're a moron. You're a moron in your two-sizes-too-small Patrick Mahomes jersey. Jim, my beef is with you about the smack-off. You had the perfect opportunity to create the biggest conspiracy theory since JFK. Picking Mark in Hollywood to lead off, then win, would have been the greatest thing ever. You just chickened out because you didn't want a whole year of clone smack about rigging the smack off. Mark in Boston probably was better, but man, that was a golden opportunity. Do better, Steve M. and Duvall. That would have been the biggest conspiracy theory since JFK? Is it not bad enough that 99% of you always accuse me of some sort of conspiracy theory involving the smack-off without one guy saying you missed the opportunity for an actual conspiracy theory? This says, hey, national drugstore chain, I only bought one item, yet you gave me a receipt It's over three feet in length. I don't want the guilt of taking down half the Amazon rainforest when all I wanted was a bottle of my favorite topical elixir from the family planning aisle. Jim and Quartz Hill. Bro, we go to the same national National drugstore chain, I'm sure. I've got that same receipt. What else? My beef, those grazers who stand at the salad bar, scratching their melon, trying to decide arugula or spinach, like they've never had to make that major decision before, like they never stood in a salad bar line ever. Move over. Let me play through. Man, there are a lot of beefs. I could tell we were coming off a beef offseason. It's incredible. Hunter in Toronto, my beef, is with people who stand right at the entrance of the elevator on the main floor, 
give some space to people getting off the elevator. We don't need the doors to open and be face-to-face with you and your stale coffee breath. I agree with that. I hate that. I hate that. That's not hard. Hey, have you never, ever ridden an elevator? They don't need to post the rules of getting on and off an elevator. If you're outside trying to go in, wait for the people to come out first. It's very easy. They shouldn't have to have rules posted on how to use the elevator. Darth Todd, 44. My beef is with people who have lazy ass takes like, it's only one game. See, that, that's not only lazy, it's dumb. You know why it's dumb? Because I've already said it a million times. We're in agreement. It's only one game. Wisco Romy. My beef is with Chris. I also live in southeast Wisconsin. And I hate that all of us fat, beer-chugging, brat-crushing cheeseheads who live around here are tainted by the stain of his horribly long, boring reads. It was a day of celebration when you ripped his ticket for the smack-off. We're seeing you at Javier's in a few weeks when we invade Santa Monica. Mike in Southeast Wisco, you might, dude. You might. All right. Before I end this thing, we have an Abby alert. Abby is about the only clone that I have to give you a alert for. She has her own alarm. That right there is the Abby alarm. That means... I'm about to read something graphic in nature. Abby's lifestyle is graphic in nature. It's her identity. You've been warned. Jimmers! I got beef with adults that still take down popsicles. Hey, pork chop. If I wanted to listen... To amateur porno? I know a couple of old chicken heads in Chatsworth, I can call. One more slurp and you're going to catch these hands? Abigail in Oral Diego? Oh my gosh, Abby. Burner number five, Abby. Abby, Abby, Abby. There's no less than six things that are wrong with those three sentences. Chicken heads? Holy crap, Abby. That takes me back. I'm trying to remember... There was an ML beer that I sat with live, maybe at an all-star game, but we were at a remote. We were doing a show, and I want to say it was in the 90s, and I want to say this dude was maybe 23, but a star, and he went with a chicken head blast. I said something, and I was younger then, too. I was more brash fan smack. I was maybe 30. I said, yo, man, check that out. He's like, yeah, look at those chicken heads. I'm like, wow. What I'm saying is, I don't know that I've heard that phrase on air since that day. But old Abby brought it back. What do you say we end this segment? 
you got to understand about Old Trapper. Old Trapper is a family-run business, an incredible family, and an incredible family-run business. Abby, I don't want to jeopardize that family vibe. Like these are good moral people, but I know you have your brand, Abby. Let's go to the phones. Why don't we? We usually don't do this. We're gonna go phones, written beefs, rapid fire phones on the way out the door. Let's do it. One eight hundred six three six eight six eight six. Oceanside, Greg. Good to have you, Greg. What's your beef? My beef with those haters that hate dogs. I'm a 30-year listener, Jim, avid clone, and I've. when I miss shows, I'm sorry I miss them. But the dogs, the people that hate dogs, I, I'm my backyard is Camp Pendleton. You know, these dogs save our country. I, I have German Shepherds, and for all you haters on dogs, you need to, you need to look at yourself, man. You know, dogs are unconditional love, and uh, you'll never you'll never get more respect than you ever get with a dog. So that's my beef is with those haters, Jim. I got you, bro. That's not exactly rapid fire, but I got you. I got you. I love animals, too. I feel you. I, I know I said rapid fire, but I let that go because I'm an animal lover myself. Let's try this again. Rapid fire. Rapid fire, meaning give me your beef. Get the hell out. Let's go to Boise. Norm in Boise. Norm, what's your beef? Nice to meet you, Rome. I appreciate it. Long-time listener. Ah! My man. I mean, that was nice. I thought that was a really nice thing you said. Nice to meet you, Rome. Nobody's ever said that, I don't think. Nice to meet you, Rome. And I would have said, nice to meet you, Norm. Except I made it very clear. Rapid fire. Get me your beef. Get the hell out. Not nice to meet you, Rome. How's Logan doing? What's Jake up to? How's Dodger Jano? I'm sorry, bro. I am. But but I got to get to break. We need a rapid fire. Can somebody please finish this off in a manner that I'm asking for? Rapid fire. Give me your beef. Get off the phone. Tom in Portland. You got to be that guy, Tom. Pick me up. Good to have you, Tom. What's your beef? Jimmy, buddy. My beef is with leaf blowers. Those things are so damn loud. I got a headache, and all your leaves are in my yard. Go kick leaves, pal. Bam. That's how you do it. Well done. Good job, Tom. Appreciate you. 29-minute beef seg. Good night, 